Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Question. Have you ever felt confused about your calling? Or are you maybe feeling a little unfulfilled, bored, or burnt out in your current work, but have no idea what's next for you? Here's the thing. I don't believe we have just one calling in our life. As our seasons change, so can our calling. Here's what I mean. The work that you may have felt drawn to as a young adult may no longer suit you as a new mom. Or maybe the last 18 months of layoffs and lockdowns and economic changes have left you wondering, what's next for me? But here's the good news. This is actually pretty normal. I've actually found that most women feel the need to make a change when it comes to their work every five to seven years on average. So if you're feeling confused, if you're finding yourself in this place, just asking, what's next for me? Or I know I'm called to something new, but I don't really know what I want to do. I have some good news for you, my friend. My mentorship program that I ran last fall is dedicated to helping you figure this out, and we are reopening it again on February 7th. I'm so excited to get to welcome in a new group of mentees. Last fall, I got to walk almost 700 women through my proven process to helping you figure out your God-given calling, make the next right move, and really see it through. We're gonna, you're going to walk away with an action plan to see through the plan that you come up with and that we're going to create together. So whether you think you have an idea of what you want to do or have absolutely no clue, the Own It Mentorship will help you clarify your God-given calling and step into the work that will be most fulfilling for you. But here's the catch. We're going to do that while prioritizing your health and well-being every step of the way. No hustle or burnout required to do this. Cool? All right. This sounds like something you need. Doors to the spring cohort are opening at 8 p.m. on Monday, February 7th. So depending on when you listen to this, it's either opening very soon or doors just recently opened. And if you grab a seat in the first 48 hours, you'll get $70 off. So be sure to take advantage of that. If it's not too late, you can get all the details and grab your seat at learn.theownedacademy.com. Dot com slash mentorship or just click the link in the show notes. It's just a practice of remembering that whenever you're creating something, you're creating it for people. You're not creating it for followers. You're not creating mm-hmm. it for the masses. Okay, yeah, sometimes it eventually becomes that. Mm-hmm. But at the core of it, it's like when you hear a song that really speaks to you for the first time, it's like you may not you may not know that singer, you may not know their story, but it feels like they're speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like if I can create that experience for someone, then that's success. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Hey, Morgan, welcome to She. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I believe this is the second time I've had you on the show. Did I make that up? I'm pretty sure you've been on once before. I don't think I've ever been on. Really? What was it then that I thought maybe you had? I don't know. Oh, I had your sister. That's what it was. We're pretty much the same. No, you are not the same. You're unique, amazing individuals. But I think that may be where I had it. Okay. So first time on the show. Wow. Well, then I'm so excited. This is so fun. I'm so, I've been looking forward to this for like three days. So I'm excited to dive in. (laughs) Me too. It's so, it's so funny because you're, you're one of those people that like, I have to remind myself that we've never met in person. Oh, I know. Well, we've like, I feel like we've honestly, I remember like, it was like four years ago or four and a half years ago that Mm -hmm. we connected for the first time and we did some like creative stuff together. And then you just like exploded. And I was like, hi, I'm still here. No, but you are just, I was just telling you off air. You've been crushing it. I just love seeing your work. And I, I blows mm-hmm. my mind that we've never met in person either. Cause I just feel yeah. like we've stayed connected all these years in one way or another. 
so (laughs) it will. I hope so. I hope so. But anyway, before we get started into everything I want to talk about today, which I think is such an important, just the topic we're going to dig into is so important, but I would love if you can share a little bit more about your background. What led you Mm -hmm. from a college admissions counselor to an artist, designer, poet, author, like all the things you're doing now, what was that transition like? And what's, I would just love if you can give us a little recap of your background and how you got to where you are. Yes, yes. So I, I've always been very creative. I came from a very creative family and my parents um, are ministers. So I grew up being a preacher's kid and just like learning how to do a lot of things. And it's really funny because I didn't put it together till recently. I was like, my favorite thing to do when um, I was like a PK growing up in the church was Mm. to make the PowerPoint slides Mm. with like the scriptures on it when people came in for service. So I would get like super excited about like coming up with like, oh, I'm going to do a a mountain background Mm. because this script has a mountain background. And I just think it's so funny because I was like, I don't know if that's that different from what I'm doing today. I mean, you've expanded on it for sure, but. Totally. That was like literally my favorite thing to do because I I've always loved like I love connecting with people, but Mm -hmm. I am more introverted and I've struggled with like being like kind of you know in a lot of settings that maybe ask for a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. So I always was kind of looking for ways of like how can I connect with people in a meaningful way, Mm -hmm. like based on how I'm made and how, mm-hmm. you know, what I, what I can do. So mm-hmm. really my whole story is an ex- exploration of a lot of different ways of trying that. So mm-hmm. I went to college, graduated from college. I became an admission counselor at the college I graduated from. Mm-hmm. And then my job was moving to a different part of the state. I couldn't mm-hmm. move with it. I just got married and mm-hmm. so began the whole mm-hmm. seven, eight years of like, mm-hmm. let's try this, let's try that, yep. let's try this. So yep. everything from, and I mean, I know that you could connect with oh, this, 100%. Like, from Etsy to blogging to, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, yeah, trying yeah. all the things. Yeah. And then it wasn't until... Um, I kind of had like at 20, at the end of 2016, I ended up writing a poem about feeling like a failure from having tried so many things and things not really turning out mm-hmm. the way that I thought they were going to. Mm-hmm. And that was the poem that I posted on Pinterest and it ended up getting repinned over a hundred thousand times wow. and told to say, I have no idea who started sharing it or what happened. And Isn't that, crazy how that can happen. Yeah. And I've been sharing things like encouraging things like devotionals and stuff before, but this was like the first time I really put like my name on Mm -hmm. something. So Mm -hmm. I put my name, Morgan Harper Nichols, on that piece. Mm -hmm. And I had not, I was barely putting my name out there at that point. So that became like, whoa, oh my goodness. Like not only did I put my name out there, but this is my story about what I'm actually really living through right now Mm -hmm. of feeling like a failure and the fact that people are resonating with it that I don't even know that was huge for me and that became kind of like the inkling that led to what I'm doing today and the past yeah since then um really since early 2017 it's just been like okay there's something with words and visuals yes and (laughs) I'm gonna figure it out eventually Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah and and the other big big shift was in October of 2017 is when I decided to write pieces write poems and make art for people as a response to their stories so I invited Mm -hmm. people to share their stories with me I posted it on as an Instagram story and that next day I woke up to over 100 DMs and I've been doing that ever since. (laughs) I I love that you do that. I think, can you actually explain that a little bit more? Because I remember the first time I noticed that you were doing that, I was like, that is an insanely smart idea because people feel, (laughs) no, what you're doing is like, you are building a soul tie with people. You are building Mm -hmm. this connection where they're like, she has heard me. People feel heard. And Mm -hmm. now it feels like without their personal details being blasted out there for people to see, you know, with all of that, there's this like sense of support and community and and wisdom spoken into their situation. But I would love if you can explain how that works for anyone who's unfamiliar with that. 
Yeah, yeah. So I the process has changed just a little bit because it's been very hard to keep up with Instagram DMs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I just invite people to email me because it's just a, a little bit easier to mm-hmm. keep up with. Mm-hmm. And if you want to email me, it's super simple. It's just Morgan at MorganHarperNichols.com. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I randomly go through submissions that people send and then I just click on someone and I respond with poetry and art Mm -hmm. and sometimes people share their entire life story and sometimes it's just like I just need something encouraging Mm -hmm. (laughs) or assuming anything like it is it is a very very wide range Mm -hmm. and it's just been for me like when I started and it still is this it's just a practice of remembering that whenever you're creating something you're creating it for people you're not creating it for followers you're not creating it for the masses okay yeah sometimes it eventually becomes that mm-hmm. but at the core of it it's like when you hear a song that really speaks to you for the first time it's like you may not you may not know that singer you may not know their story but it feels like they're speaking to you mm-hmm. and to me it's like if I can create that experience for someone then that's success like mm-hmm. then that I can say yeah I, I did that so that's why a lot of my work even ends up kind of talking about the same themes over and over again, because at the end of the day, we all need to be reminded to breathe. Mm-hmm. We all need to be reminded that there's grace for us. And I just keep coming back to that over and over. I'm like, you know what? There's some days where someone just says something simple to me that ends up just being so encouraging and I just hold on to it forever. So Mm -hmm. yeah, writing for people one by one, like it really keeps me in that practice of not feeling like I always have to be deep or overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. So that's why I continue to do it because it it keeps me, keeps me grounded Mm -hmm. and, and allows me to be creative and, and actually stay connected with people yeah. so yeah. I think that maybe why your work resonates so much with people because you are you are truly writing it to an individual and into an individual's circumstance and I think this is something that's important because so often as someone grows or as their you know their reach or their influence can grow sometimes they forget to speak to the individual soul right and they start speaking mm-hmm. like to you guys and everyone yeah. and hello and, yeah. and it starts to lose that individual like wow this spoke to me moment and I think that's just what mm-hmm. you do so well and I think that it makes so much sense now understanding like that's kind of the process you take is you're looking into individual circumstances you're you're responding to specific requests and I just think that's so smart you know, one thing I want to ask you about is there's a lot of themes in your artwork and in your writing that are about slowing down, letting go, finding peace within uncertainty, and really a lot of wholeness over perfection. What do these messages mean to you? And what kind of conversations are you hoping to start through those topics in your art and in your writing? Yeah. So, yeah. So even though I definitely write a lot of what I share for others, it's definitely stuff that I need to hear too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, my, my life over the past year and a half, especially has just been all over the place, like mm-hmm. many people. And I, for a very long time, like I'm working at home. I'm obviously living at home too. And I have a toddler mm-hmm. and there's just so many things going on that I often feel a lot of anxiousness myself and I feel pressure to do more and get more done. And I get frustrated with myself when I set out to do something for the day and it doesn't get finished. Mm -hmm. And I've just found that, you know, I don't know if other people can relate to this, but in some ways, like that feeling has been there in my life before now, but now it feels like even more amplified. Like, mm-hmm. like I find myself getting more angry with myself. Like, I can't believe you didn't get that done. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Morgan, like, do you remember what the past year and a half has right. been like? Right. Like, you need to have some grace for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. please calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please just take a moment to breathe. You sound so, like my internal yeah. monologue. <laughs> So yeah, it's like, that's how a lot of what I write ends up coming out that way, because Mm -hmm. it's things that I need to be reminded of myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like another reason why the sort of like, you know, as the maybe anxiousness gets amplified, like I have to 
amplify the positive messages too. And one of my biggest motivations for that is like, well, now there's like this little person living in my house, my mm-hmm. child who sees everything I do. And I'm like, I don't want him growing up feeling like he has to constantly work harder and do more in order to have worth and value. I don't want him thinking that, you know, if he sits down to color that if it doesn't turn into a masterpiece, then mm-hmm. it wasn't worth doing it in the first place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's been very convicting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, just, just yesterday he and I were playing blocks and I kind of got really into it and I was like, Oh, I want to build this little kind of fortress thing. And he decided every piece I put down, he just took it apart. And mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, all right. This is one of those, those mm-hmm. lessons. Like <laughs> it's about play. It's not always about, right. you know, the outcome. Something. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that translates to so many areas of life. And mm-hmm. I find out, I find that a lot of my stress and, and restlessness I feel is often attached to things like that. It's like, I see it coming together this way and it's not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I get frustrated. I get, you know, angry about that or, or restless. And so, yeah, yeah, it's just a lot of repeating that same stuff to myself over and over again. So yeah. it ends up coming out in the art as well. Uh, I think that's so powerful. What you said is like, I saw it coming together this way and it's not because I think mm. every time that happens and we can all like relate to that in one way or another, right? Like I thought by this point in my life, I'd have X, Y, Z, or I thought that this mm-hmm. project I did would turn out this way and it completely flopped or whatever. And yeah. I feel like what's challenging about every time that, that happens, not only is it unmet expectations or even just a sense of like, I'm not good enough or I'm not doing it right. But I think it's also sometimes, I mean, especially in bigger life situations, it can feel like the death of a dream. Like when mm-hmm. we get ahead of ourselves and we're like, this is what the outcome is going to look like. This is what I envision. This is yeah. what I want. Not that there's anything wrong with having a vision of where you'd like to go. That's actually quite helpful. But the problem is sometimes we get so specific in all the little details and the timeline in which that's going to happen. When mm-hmm. And when that timeline gets disrupted or delayed or even seems to be destroyed, like even with what you were saying with the blocks, that's such a good visual. It's like, when the whole plan kind of gets dismantled, it creates this, this not only uncertainty, but this sense of like, we've lost the dream. It's never going to happen. It's not, you know, and that just leads to this downward spiral. So this, this message that you're putting out about like finding peace within that uncertainty and making it about the experience and the play and the lessons along the way. And not only the final outcome is something that so resonates with me and is so in line with, I think so much of what I've taken away from my own story, my own experience over the last year. So when I've noticed that I'm like, wow, I've just, I feel like we're on a same similar wavelength here, you know, and um, I think a lot of people are starting to uncover that because the last year to two years of the world and the way things have gone have made a lot of us, I think, pause and go, Uh what am I valuing here? And what matters, you know, and where am I going? And what if I don't know where I'm going? And how do I make the most of the middle? And all of these questions that I think are so key that we can lose sight of when things just seem to be humming along perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it can also you know, lead to questions like when it's not coming together where you want of like, well, what's wrong with me? Maybe mm-hmm. I'm the problem. Yes. And then it's like, that's just like a real downward spiral. Yeah. That's just, and it, and it takes so much time and, and grace to, to work through that. And, and that's why I just keep saying the same thing over and over. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like at any given point, any given moment, someone is scrolling through and they've seen something that triggered a failed dream mm-hmm. or it triggered something that they're having to wait on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just seeing you have not missed out on what was meant for you, which is something mm-hmm. I write a lot and I share a lot. Maybe it'll help, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe sometimes it doesn't, but I'm like, maybe, maybe it'll help. Maybe it'll mm-hmm. just help one person seeing that in that moment. And they can take that as a, you know, as a sign, as a reminder, just to, breathe you know mm. maybe close out of the app for a little bit yeah <laughs> and and yeah that's just it, it sounds like when I talk it out I'm like oh yeah so simple it's so practical but I I find myself in that all the time mm. like I had something really exciting happen a few weeks ago where I had um my art prints in Target which yeah, is just that's so, amazing such a, <laughs> it was so cool and I never would have imagined like 
like I just think a 13 year old me like mm-hmm. I got a Target gift card when I, for my 13th birthday and I just mm. thought I was the coolest kid ever <laughs> that was at a time where it was like mostly Walmart's where I lived mm-hmm. and that was where we went Walmart and I'm like I have a Target gift card I literally think it was like $10 like mm. I don't even know what I bought but I felt so cool I'm like 13 year old me would not believe that this wow. is happening yeah. and literally the next day the next day I saw someone that I love and I love their work and they were talking about being um they had just received that they were a New York Times bestseller and I was just like oh like like I would have never had that yes wow okay (laughs) you know it it was such like Mm -hmm. and you know thankfully that was a moment where I caught myself Mm -hmm. of like hey that's okay. Like yeah. no one says you have to have that. And and mm-hmm. that's not to say that, you know, we can't have goals and dream right. and, and look forward to things, but they don't have to overshadow, you know, the good that's already happened yeah. and, and the good that is coming into our life, no mm-hmm. matter how big or small. So, you uh, know, I just share that as an example, because I'm like, that was a huge moment in my life. And yes. then, you know, I still, I still kind of caught myself in that. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I can relate to that on so many levels. <laughs> I mean, it's, don't we do that though? We like celebrate yeah. something that's such a like milestone or gift in our life. And the second we look yeah. and see something that seems maybe a little different or bigger or something else mm-hmm. that we'd like to do, even if it's not our season to do it, we're like, oh, I should be yeah. there too, <laughs> you know? And it's like, no, yeah. you shouldn't look at what just, you know, but it's, mm-hmm. it's so true. And that was actually something else I was going to ask about where I would just love to know, like, not only in the face of comparison, I guess that's that that that's kind of the result that comes from comparison when it's and it's probably, I think, a little bit subconscious most of the time. But it's just this sense mm-hmm. of like, will I ever experience that? That is another dream of mine, you know, um, yeah. but also in the face of things, you know, maybe not being good. Maybe maybe you didn't just experience a big win. Maybe someone's listening. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I didn't experience a big win. And all I'm seeing is all these other people around me experiencing mm-hmm. big wins or and I loved what you said about what's what did you say? You said what's meant for you hasn't passed you by. Is that what you said? I like the way you said it. <laughs> you said something along those lines. And I was yeah, like, I said, I said, you have not missed out on what was meant for you. Yes. But I like the way you said that too. Well, <laughs> it's so good. And I think it's so true. And I think when we're not sure if something that we desire is quote unquote meant for us, right? Whether that's mm-hmm. to be a New York Times bestseller or get married or something else that we're longing for, you know, it's like, how do you move forward through that uncertainty with confidence? I guess is the best word. Mm-hmm. So I would love to hear what your yeah. thoughts are and how do you, personally, you know, find strength and peace and even move forward through that uncertainty when there is a desired outcome that you have, or you'd like to get to something, but you just, and you hope that it's for you, but you don't know if it's going to be for you. What is that like for you? How do you do mm-hmm. that? Yeah, that's such a good question. You know, I, and I actually was writing about this right mm-hmm. before we were talking, I was talking about, you know, dreams and the dreams that we have and how, you know, a lot of times we can become so super focused on them. Like I want this and it's not happening. Mm -hmm. And when I look back in my life, the moments where I have been able to push through amidst failed dreams and desires that just did not come to fruition, Mm -hmm. I found that the, the way that I was able to make it through it is when I let parts of the dream melts into something else Mm. and I actually painted this image and I I called I forget what I called it I think I called it overlapping dreams and Mm. it's like all these different watercolors kind of coming together and the colors are overlapping and I was writing about that I painted it that way as kind of like a reminder to myself of like hey remember when you were in you know, you had a music career and you were super broke and you were paycheck to paycheck and mm. everything was just not coming together. It's like that desire to create something to connect with people ended up translating into making a blog. Mm. And the blog was nowhere near as glamorous as it was to say, mm-hmm. oh, I live in Nashville, you know, I have a record deal, all these things like, okay, yeah, I'm a millennial. Everyone has a blog. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not, it's not like some big glamorous, amazing thing, Mm -hmm. but it's like, if I truly believe like at the heart of what I'm doing is to connect with people in a meaningful way, then I have to trust that it can take on different shapes. Mm -hmm. And I think that at the heart of all of our desires, there's like a true, like a, like a true desire, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, 
it's like even something like like right now i would love to have a custom home like i'm mm-hmm. deep into custom home tiktok and youtube mm-hmm. like and it's like okay you know but what's at the heart of that well the heart of that might be stability or just mm-hmm. something that i made that i'm proud of that mm-hmm. i was a part of that i'm proud of and i think we can dig deeper into those things that we want and find like what's that true intangible thing that mm-hmm. just like you're like that's what I really want mm-hmm. and then look for other versions of that you know it's mm-hmm. like maybe even if you if you want a relationship a romantic relationship you know maybe the core of that is intimacy mm-hmm. meaningful connection and it's like yeah that romantic relationship may come but mm-hmm. in the meantime maybe there's a way to nurture other relationships that make you excited about hanging out with people and make you excited about being present to other people. So mm-hmm. of course it's easier said than done, you know, and I haven't oh, totally. have not done that perfectly in my life, mm-hmm. but I, I am grateful that I can see the thread when I look back, I'm like, yeah, there have been moments where I've been able to, to push through and, mm-hmm. and find other ways to lean into those deeper desires. Yeah. You know, Morgan, I told you we're on the same wavelength because this is so crazy yeah. that you say that because I, I say, I have kind of had to do the same thing. I call it, um, identifying the deeper desire beneath the dream. And what I mean oh, by that wow. is like, sure. so like, for example, you gave some really good examples. But one thing that I learned, like when I went through pregnancy loss, obviously at that in that season, I just all of a sudden felt like I was going to be nurturing a child. And now I'm like trying to just take care of myself, you know? And so yeah. I, I remember thinking, okay, that's still a desire of mine. But in the meantime, while I like get healthy and get answers and take this break, you know, I really poured into nurture what can I nurture in this season Mm. and so I had a friend give me the advice to mother myself and take Mm. care of myself in ways that I kind of neglected being so busy for so long and I also started a garden did it fulfill Mm -hmm. that desire and like change the situation no no no. but it also did meet a need for me in that season where I was like okay I feel all of a sudden like there's this void and what do I do with that you know and Mm -hmm. there's been various other situations that's obviously a heavier one but there's been various other situations where I've had to be like okay, the dream that I thought was going to come true this year isn't, and it's probably not going to in the near future. So what do I need to do to, Mm. you know, kind of make the most of the middle? And sometimes, like you just said, it kind of comes down to um, digging a little deeper beneath the surface and seeing like, okay, I may not have the specific dream or the specific desire met in this season, but what's underlying that, like get to the root of it or the core of it. And how can I at least tend to that core human desire in my heart, whether that's to Mm -hmm. connect, to nurture, to create, to impact. And then like, can I find a way to do that, even if it's not the way I thought or would would prefer? And a lot of times that can really bridge the gap and it can help fulfill some of that void that feels like, when is this going to end? Or when am I going to get what I hope Mm -hmm. for or whatever? And so I just think it's so interesting that you share that because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have thought the Mm -hmm. same thing. And I think there's power in that. So if you're listening and there's something in your life that feels unmet and uncertain, whether that's, you know, having a family, meeting your spouse, getting the promotion, you know, your business working out or anything else, try to get to the root of that. I think that's great advice that Morgan just gave to like get to the root and the desire underlying mm-hmm. that dream or that that hope that you have. I just, uh, it's so good. And it's such a helpful way to bridge the gap in seasons of uncertainty when you're like just facing an unknown future and, and afraid of what could happen, mm-hmm. you know? Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. 
One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, a luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like these are incredible. <laughs> Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low tox and non-tox ingredients. And it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Gosh, I love that. One other thing I wanted to just ask you about. I'm going to put you on the spot here, so hopefully you know what I'm talking about. But on Instagram, you shared five words to keep in your vocabulary, even when you're facing the unknowns. Do you remember what yeah. those are? Those are really powerful. Uh, you know what? I think I do. Okay, <laughs> good. Or a couple of them. Maybe not all five, but I'd love if you yes. if you could share a few of them. Oh, yes. I, I remember my favorite one for sure is uh, curiosity. Hmm. And I just think that that has been such a, a easily overlooked gift in my life hmm. is curiosity, because I I think a lot of times it's it's very um, I don't know it's it's hard to look around when you just want to look ahead. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and curiosity mm -hmm. is an invitation to look around, and it's to mm -hmm. say, "What's in this room that I've never paid attention to before?" Oh, wow. And that's hard to do because it's like, "Well, why? Why am I doing it? Like, what's yeah. the goal? What's the purpose?" Yeah. But to just like allow yourself to do that, I. I find that it's not easy for me. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's, um, and even though I mean, I can, I'm an artist, I consider myself a very creative person mm -hmm. and that's so, you know, a challenge. Another one was rest. And I wrote that, I kind of made up my own definitions. I was like, rest, mm -hmm. the act of ceasing to work in order to be refreshed and recover mm -hmm. your strength, even when you don't think you're worthy of it. Mm -hmm. um, that was big for me because a lot of times I feel like I have to earn rest. Mm -hmm. And uh, another one was play, which mm -hmm. is some uh, kind of, you know, similar curiosity and then dream and grace. Mm -hmm. So those wow. Words I, I recommend holding on to. Yeah, so good. You also wrote, leave room for beautiful interruption. I'd love if you can share, like, how can we learn to embrace interruptions, especially interruptions that lead to unwanted uncertainty? You know, like those interruptions that are like, that just threw me completely off course, you know? Um, yeah. How can we learn to embrace interruptions and, ex and accept change, especially change we weren't planning for or didn't anticipate? Yeah, I remember when I wrote that and I was actually writing it about something very specific. Again, like even as I write for other people, it's it's definitely informed by my own life. Mm -hmm. And we were living in an apartment with downstairs neighbors and our downstairs neighbors like love to watch love to watch um move like action films at 
full volume at all times of day <laughs> mm. and just shake the walls of the whole building. <laughs> and you're like, okay. And we even like left like little nice notes like on their door, like, hey, do you mind turning it down? Like it mm. never happened that way. Mm. It was just like of full volume all the time. Uh-huh. And I remember just getting like so frustrated about it because even if I put headphones on, I could still feel the floor vibrating. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I was like, okay, we've done all we can do. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I going to do? And I just felt like, I mean, I literally felt like I heard like God tell me like, find the good in it. Just mm-hmm. like try to find the good in it. And the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, you know what? They're having a good time. Mm-hmm. And just everything that's going on, <laughs> like mm-hmm. they found something they enjoy. Like, mm-hmm maybe this is what childhood them wanted to do. Like Mm. maybe they have parents who yelled at them when they tried to turn the TV up all the time. And Mm. now they've got their own place. And they're just like, I'm going to watch all day day at full volume. And I just found myself like just imagining this scenario. And who knows? Like maybe Mm. it's not even true. Like maybe they were just specifically doing it to annoy me. Um, (laughs) Purposely. At the end of the day, like just that actual practice of allowing it to mm-hmm. allowing this interruption to become something more, it's something that I see happening in other areas of my life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just it's it's I haven't actually done it, but there's been times where I've been out like in the store and I've just like I've heard myself say it in my head and I'm like, one day I might actually just work up the courage to just say it. And I'm like, <laughs> I just want to turn around at everyone in here and be like, y'all, we've been through a whole lot. Mm. Like, I'm so proud of us. <laughs> like, I'm so proud of everything that we've been through just as human beings mm. in 2021 yeah. and 2020. Like, y'all, I'm so proud of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just think about that because I think a lot of times interruptions, like, it kind of feels like something happening to us, like someone attacking us. Mm. But it's like there is a way of like looking at other looking at scenarios through another lens. And mm. you know, that doesn't mean that every you should just let everybody just like take all your time and just, mm. you know, <laughs> call you at 2 a.m. because they're bored. Mm. But it's like maybe a lot of the things that we find annoying or frustrating or inconvenient, maybe there's something in it that's worth exploring. And mm. like I said, it's not all the time. But yeah. I just like to challenge myself, um, especially when it comes to like the petty things. Because sometimes I feel like it's like the petty things that totally. end up making us more upset yeah. than the serious. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's well, like, and then you get upset that you're upset. You get like annoyed that you're even annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah, becomes like a cycle. You see someone like ranting on social media about a real issue in the world. You mm-hmm. can be like, yeah, I see why they're upset. Okay, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's not the way I would have gone about it, but mm-hmm. I get I get it. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's that like, oh my gosh, why are they cutting grass at 7 a.m.? Like, <laughs> so sometimes that's the thing that just sends me, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah. a different state. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I completely understand. No, I think that's so I mean, I just think that example you gave and everything you said is so true. And it's, it's hard, like it, it's, di- it's beautifully difficult. And I think that's necessary for growth in so many ways. And I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I just I love how you shared that. And even the examples you gave, because it does really challenge us in many ways. But at the same time, it creates room for growth and it creates room for refining and a very necessary refining that I think a lot of us need. Um, You know, one thing, one last thing I want to ask you about that's kind of speaking to this embracing interruption. And even we touched a little bit on like slowing down, giving ourselves grace. You are creative and you are also a very multi-passionate person. I love that word because I think it sounds a lot better than like all over the place, you know? Um, And, but you had shared that, like even on your journey to kind of figuring out what is this thing with words and visuals? Like, what does that look like for me in building something sustainable? I can relate to that a lot. It's, I think it's a lot of putting puzzle pieces together until you kind of finally see the full picture. But I would love to know as, as someone who is very creative and multi-passionate, how do you thrive without being pulled or overwhelmed or pulled in a million different directions? Do you ever feel like you're pulled in a million different directions? And if so, what do you do and how do you recenter to make sure that you're staying in alignment with what is uniquely meant for you and not Mm -hmm. all the things you could do? Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. That is, that is real. (laughs) That is something that I think about a lot. And one of the biggest things I've had to practice this, especially over this past year. So I've had Mm a lot, a lot on my plate Mm -hmm. and it has been just constantly editing, constantly Mm -hmm. checking in with myself to see how I feel about certain things. Like one thing that I turn to a lot is like, okay, was that good stress or was that bad stress? Mm -hmm. And the way that I kind of categorize those is like good stress is like, okay, I just need to take some time to recover, but I want to get back to it later because, you know, Mm -hmm. it was fun or it's it's aligned with something I want to do. And bad stress is like, oh, it's like dragging my feet. I don't want to do that again. Mm -hmm. And just some more concrete examples of that is, you know, one thing that I, I started trying to do earlier this year and even some last year was go all in on video. Hmm. Um, but then there was some parts of video doing video. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm interested in it, but there's a lot of it that I'm just not. And sometimes mm-hmm. the parts that I'm not interested in are the things that get more views. And mm-hmm. that's hard when you're a business owner, because like you need, you need people to see your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you want them to, to purchase it. Right. And it's hard. Cause I'm like, you know what? this probably could get more views or mm-hmm. more likes or follows or whatever, but I just, it drains me and I dread doing it. Mm-hmm. So what I decided to do instead was just like take clips from my podcast mm-hmm. and take little pieces. And when I have the time, you know, we'll do motion graphics or pictures of nature mm-hmm. and yeah, the algorithm may say like, Oh, we need to see our face more, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Y'all are going to see my face when I have the energy. Yeah, <laughs> so truly. I, truly. I, I'm like, there's some people who may have more stamina and may, may be able to do it more than I can. Mm-hmm. And I might be interested in doing it myself. Mm-hmm. But if I'm dreading doing it and I'm like, oh, I got to do that thing mm-hmm. again. I can only have so much of that in my life, mm-hmm. you know, it's totally. like, I already have enough of that washing the dishes, washing clothes, like yeah. <laughs> it's true. there's so many things I already have. I'm like, okay, you got to do it. So mm-hmm. I try to control as, as much of that as I can. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes it even affects things that are popular. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where it really does take a leap of faith and say like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to do that because I'm, I think ultimately I can sum it up to this is that, I don't have any tattoos, but I've been thinking, I'm like, if I get one, it might be this. Mm. And that is, but I don't know how to illustrate it. That's the problem. Mm. But it's it's this idea of a slow burn. Mm. And I'm like, that's what I'm interested in. Like, Mm. I'm not interested in like, I don't have to build the biggest fire. If I can just build a fire that burns slowly enough to last through the night, that's what I'm after. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I filter a lot of projects and stuff through that. I'm like, yeah, sometimes, yeah, that might create like a a burst in views or it might drastically improve or escalate a project, but Mm -hmm. I don't have to pursue it just because of that. Like, let me pursue the things that are actually energizing and giving life. So yeah, yeah, those are questions I, I have to ask myself every day. Yeah. No, I think that is a lot of requests and things that come through. Oh, a hundred percent. I think that's so powerful because, and I think anybody, even if they don't work online or do anything that we do, you know, I think there's such a powerful lesson in that because it's learning to say yes to the right things and no to the wrong things. And Mm -hmm. I really can relate on a lot of levels. Just like there's this pressure of like, Oh, you've got to show your face. You've got to do this. And you know, what's interesting is like, I spent the last six months doing a lot less of like, here's vlogging my everyday life or here's a bunch Mm -hmm. of like, you know, personal updates or my face. And I've realized like it's still working. And in fact, Mm -hmm. it's still sustainable. Like it's actually more sustainable because I'm doing things that, like you said, I'm giving the energy to the things that I truly can get the energy to rather than saying, oh, I'm going to try to do all the things. And I think that's so important. And I think we need to give ourselves permission to do that so much more. I think we thrive so much more. But yeah, I just, I love that you shared that because I do think there's a lesson in that for all of us. When we start to mm-hmm. feel like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to do this, 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 and this to succeed. It's like, are you? Like, who, yeah. and who, who told you that? And are they right? You know, and I think that's the yeah. constant question to be asking ourselves. So I, I mm-hmm. love that. I think there's a lot of power in it. Okay. Lastly, mm-hmm. and then we're going to wrap up here. Life, I think it, this just really follows up what you just said, which is why I want to ask it. Life often, you know, can become about what we produce, which can make it difficult to really enjoy the moment. And I think this just mm-hmm. piggybacks off of everything you just said. How do you personally address hustle culture and make time to just play and create without the pressure to produce or, 
you know, move the needle on a project or hit a certain goal or outcome? Like, do you create time to just be creative for you? And if so, how do you do that? How do you make time to enjoy the moment and be and be present um, in a world that's constantly like next thing, next thing, next thing? I think the biggest thing, um, you know, it, it kind of came in a very humbling way. And it was when, like back when, before I was doing what I did say, I didn't, I don't think I touched myself on this in the beginning, but mm. I had like a whole career where I was trying to be in music and mm. be in music full time. And when I was doing that, I was able to have some good moments, but just being transparent financially, it was a struggle. Mm. And that was probably the most that I ever had to quote unquote hustle in my life, mm. like just to pay the bills. And it was mm. very, very hard. And I often think about how, you know, I don't want to go back to that feeling and I mm. don't want to go back to that lifestyle. Like it just wasn't for me. I'm not saying that's everyone's lifestyle in music, but mm. that was just mine. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, like my, from a health perspective alone, like my life cannot look that way. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things that um, has just been been huge for me is kind of going back to that last point of just like constantly editing and reevaluating and really trying to let what I do be things that I can do in a simple way mm-hmm. so that even in the times where you know, I do have a crazy deadline or I do have a lot to do. I'm not like pushing myself to death. Mm-hmm. So one sort of criteria that I have, which it might sound silly to some people, but it works for me is whenever I get ready to like take on something new or <laughs> some new idea, I'm like, can I do this from bed? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, <laughs> that's I'm like, is this something I can work on when I'm just like, I just want to stay in the bed and order pizza, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's a lot that I can't do that way, but there's also a lot that I can. Mm-hmm. I can make art on my iPad. I can read a book. Mm-hmm. I can have a meaningful conversation with someone. Like, there's so much I can do just from sitting still. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, I'll imagine myself, I'm like, yeah, most of what I want to do, I want to be able to do it from either being in my bed or in my pajamas mm-hmm. in my house mm-hmm. and <laughs> the rest of the stuff I'm going to be really strict with myself mm-hmm. about what I'm willing to take on so that affects that affects like travel that affects like places that I'm willing to drive to and go I I don't, I don't go a lot of places during the week. And sometimes there is some, some FOMO associated with that of like, Oh, you could be doing this, you could be doing that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just really challenge myself to remind that visual. It's like, Hey, you know how good it feels to just like be in slippers and pajama pants and mm-hmm. like still, <laughs> still do things you enjoy and, mm-hmm. and work at your craft. Yeah. Keep working toward that. Mm-hmm. So I think on a practical note, it's, you know, if I were to give anyone advice, it would be to try to envision what does it look like for you to pursue your dream or what you're interested in at, um, in a place of ease. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that may not be every moment of your life, mm-hmm. but you're allowed to, to pursue that. Like mm-hmm. you're allowed to say, yeah, I want more ease in my life. Yes. Like, I want more moments in my pajamas or moments mm-hmm. by the water or, you know, whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, so that's, good. that's been looking like for me. Truly <laughs> so good. I mean, I think we need to hear that. And I, wow, I relate on so many levels. That has been a huge, just, I, I love how you said, how can you do it from a place of ease? Because I think we're almost like, I think buy into the lie that it's supposed to be hard. Like if it's worth it, it's supposed to, it's going to be hard. And it's like, sometimes there may be challenges and that doesn't mean you don't work hard. But I think, you know, I've had to lean into that a lot too lately. Just like what, what, what's working and what am I trying to force, you know, or what can I do in a play in a way that feels sustainable and enjoyable? And I think we sometimes forget to have fun in the process. And I think that is a very similar, like if it's fun for you to work from your pajamas and over pizza, like, what can you do to do that? You know, and sometimes yeah. that's not, you know, always realistic for somebody immediately and overnight. But if you have had a glimpse of that or a taste of that, or you know that that's how you thrive, then it just becomes yeah. like, all right, well, then what do I need to do to, to make that happen? You know, and all of us will yeah. have a different scenario where we thrive or where it comes easy and it may look different. But I, I love that advice. It's just like the way you said it is just so powerful. So I 
Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. And especially in (laughs) seasons of uncertainty, if you're overwhelmed, if you're pulled in a thousand directions, or even if you're waiting on something or you desire a life for yourself, build it. And, and really a lot of what the, what a lot of the advice Morgan just gave, if you're listening, you know, is really powerful and very simple. And it's really a lot of mindset shifts. Like, okay, how can I make sure that I'm doing this out of ease? How can I do things that are mm-hmm. energizing to me? How can I play? How can I be curious and make the most of the middle and d- dig into the desires beneath the dreams? And that's how yeah. I think you navigate and grow through seasons of uncertainty, through seasons of waiting, through seasons of overwhelm, really, you know, and exactly. do it in a way that's sustainable and meaningful to you. So I mm-hmm. love everything you've shared. I am so oh, empowered and energized by all of this. <laughs> Oh, that means so much to hear. Like, it really does. Because I think for me, and I think a lot of people may have grown up with this, like, whether you were told this explicitly, or just kind of the message you got, and that's just this whole idea of, like, don't be lazy, don't mm-hmm. be lazy. Mm-hmm. But I've been looking at a lot of moments in my life where I thought I was being lazy. And I was like, I was just resting. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I was just enjoying myself. Like, from I'm like, there's times like, literally in my 20s, where I mean, I was working so many hours a day, because I, I had to, I had to be, and I'm like, yeah, if I took a day off and did nothing but order pizza and lay in bed, that's not laziness. Like mm. if I did that for a week, that's not laziness. And mm. I think it's hard. It's hard for me to get to that place because I, I come from a family of like mm. really hard workers and people who have done a whole lot <laughs> with mm-hmm. their lives. But it's like, yeah, I, I think it's, it's worth it for all of us to, to pursue, you know, what that looks like for us mm. to, to find those moments of ease and rest. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So good. Morgan, where can everyone find you? I know you have an upcoming book that you're working on. I don't know if you've shared the the details of that yet, but where can they find your resources? Where can they find your poems, your art, your work? Where can they just... Yeah. soak up everything that you have that's also good <laughs> oh, thank you well i try to be really good about keeping everything on my website and making it easy to find so it's morganharpernichols.com that's where you can find all of my books my shop i have an app i have mm-hmm. a podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. and i try to keep it all there in that menu bar to make it easy to find so mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and then, of course, social media as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a little bit of where you can find all my stuff, morganharpernichols.com. Awesome. Morgan, thank you so much for your time, for the just wisdom that you've shared here, as well as for all that you put out into the world. It's such a gift to so, so many. Well, thank you. Thank you as well. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content. And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. In a fast-paced world, Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.